Hello, my name is Özlem Sarıoğlu and this is The Coaching Program, sponsored by Sparkas, a coaching tech company that optimizes coaching and mentoring solutions for cultural transformation, talent and leadership development within organizations. Welcome to the show. Hello, coaching passionates around the globe. Welcome. You're listening to The Coaching Program, the show that brings you tips and tricks of designing and implementing successful coaching programs within your organization. I'm your host, Özlem Sarıoğlu, a professional coach and co-founder of Sparkas Digital Coaching Platform, which scales meaningful coaching experiences to larger audiences within organizations. In this episode, I don't have only one, but two guests, uh, Katya Maslow and Sibel Özua from Danon Dach. And uh, Katya is a senior agile coach and internal certified coach at Danon Dach. She is a, a passionate change agent and is leading the agile transformation since 2020 at Danon Dach region. With more than 15 years in the FMCG and logistics business, she has in-depth experience in project and change management, controlling, operations, and supply chain. Katya is an ICF, uh, ICTP-trained and certified business and professional coach, as well as Scrum Master and Product Owner. By the end of this year, she will step out of her corporate role and focus fully on her freelance business as a hybrid behavioral and process coach. And Sibel is a senior culture and employee experience manager at Danondach region, as well as a certified agile coach leading the agile transformation at Danondach over the past year. She's a passionate HR professional of 10 years and has had the pleasure to work in all areas of HR, ranging from talent acquisition to learning, employee experience to organizational transformation. And in addition to her corporate career, she's also a career mentor, HR blogger, as well as a global HR awards judge. So it's a pleasure to have you with me today, ladies. Thank you for joining me and uh, agreeing to be my guest. Thank you, Aslam. Thank you. So let's start um, by focusing on our topic uh, so far, we've discussed uh, a lot about other parts of coaching in terms of uh, development, uh, organizational change. Um, but now we will focus on a different side of uh, coaching, which is agile coaching. So uh, I want to give the microphone to Katya and uh, Sibel. And I just first want to ask, what's the agile coaching program in your organization? And what are some elements involved there? Yes, so first of all, thank you, Eslam, for this invitation. It's really a pleasure being here. Um, so our agile journey in Dach, uh, Danon Dach, started in the end of 2020 and is now ongoing for two years. And this agile coaching program, which is part of that, was intended to introduce the concept of an agile ways of working to our organization. Uh, which has been going through a major transformation. And I can name some main elements of this um, coaching program. So on the one hand, we have like agile pilot teams, uh, which are provided with um, one-to-one coaching and team coaching support. 
This means we are introducing here agile frameworks and agile ways of working to strategic cross-functional teams in the organization in a pull mode. And here our coaches are um, coaching these pilot squads in their ways of working. And we are also able to gather benchmarks all over the organization. On the other hand, another element is um, the team coaching frameworks um, for self-empowered teams, which we have uh, established as well. So this is that um, we internally designed ready to use workshops for teams um, can be applied for functional teams, for project teams. And these uh, workshop formats are there that they can follow and apply an agile cycle in their team environment. And the formats um, are facilitated by the teams itself, or we give them also agile coaching support, meaning that our agile coaches in the organization join the teams and facilitate the workshop with the coasting posture. But all of this starts, uh, as you can imagine, with learning. And this is the third element, what I want to name. Uh, we established as well agile learning programs. So agile upskilling trainings, um, which have been designed also internally uh, in a blended approach. Yeah, there, I, I can see that there are very uh, different elements involved in this process. And uh, knowing different agile coaching um, processes in other organizations, I'm aware that your uh, program is uh, different than those. So what makes your program different than other agile coaching initiatives in other organizations? What would you say? I can take it on from, uh, from here onwards. And this is Sibel speaking for our listeners. Uh, well, to begin with, I think uh, one major difference we've noticed through the different benchmarks that we've done with other companies is that in most of the companies out there in the market, the topic of Agile as a whole, it actually sits mostly with the IT departments. Uh, this could be the main difference that I could name because in our case, the Agile coaching program as well as the topic of Agile as a whole, it was actually initiated and led uh, by the human resources, by the HR. Uh, so that is one difference that I could name. And at the same time, we kick it off our Agile coaching program we were actually also going through a both global and local revisit on our culture as well as the employee experience that we offer. And this has actually given us the chance as HR professionals, but also the internal agile coaches to strongly embed the agile coaching program in our new culture, the revisited culture, as well as the revisited employee experience strategy. And indeed, all the team members of the newly established culture and employee experience departments, department, we were at the same time certified agile coaches. So this has really given us the chance to make the agile coaching offer present actually basically everywhere in the organization because HR head has, I would say, his or its hands everywhere in the organization. Yeah, hearing uh, involvement of HR, especially in this uh, case, is very um interesting and important so i would like to ask like what was the business needs and how did uh, coaching uh, fit into this picture so i will answer that aslam so um as for all companies um also we are in an environment which is in in change yeah which is changing rapidly so we are facing this um 
complexity of the VUCA world. We want to grow our business in this environment. We are facing the new work situations and we have been looking for ways to strengthen also our adaptability to these changing conditions and to see this even more as an opportunity for our teams. Meaning our goal is to enable our teams, our leaders, our individuals in this new world of working to work efficiently and effectively. And most importantly, to give the teams the opportunity to, to act self-empowered. And for this, this um, Agile Ways of Working Toolkit frameworks gives us some elements to create really a sustainable working environment for our donors and to achieve our strategic goals. And the Agile coaching offer is essential here because uh, first of all, you learn this, but to apply it, you need really the uh, support from a coach um, to learn your own way of doing this. So what were the dynamics you had to consider while designing this program? I can answer that. So as Katja already mentioned, um, at the onset of our Agile coaching offer, the organization was actually going through a major transformation, which required the merge of our previously three different business units under one Danone umbrella. And we therefore decided to stick to a pool approach when it comes to the topic of agile coaching, because um, it wasn't really the perfect time to push something new on the teams. Uh, so we really decided to leave it to the teams whether and when and how they would love to benefit from the agile coaching offer that was there at the table. And um, another dynamic we had to keep in mind was that the previously, um, the three previous different business units, they all had their diverse levels of understanding what agile is, or they had different experience level with it. And what we did was to meet people where they are or where they were in terms of their coaching needs. And even before coaching on Agile, as Katya already mentioned, we provided some learning bites, uh, you know, to come to an agreement regarding this buzzword of Agile. As you said, it is super popular, but what's really inside, what is meant by it, what can I do with it, you know? So we really wanted to, um, needed to actually clarify it before even starting with the coaching. So to bring everyone to a coachability level, I would say, I don't know if you could call it that way. This transformation context uh, with different needs in different teams, our agile coaches uh, really needed to be able to switch to different perspectives and remain flexible because one size would never fit all the demand in the organization. So we always were brainstorming within our own uh, internal Agile coaches ecosystem on how to meet a particular need in the best way. Um, that's why another dynamic we adopted or we stick to was actually going with the test and learn approach. So it was really super unique because the whole setting was actually meant to encourage our tenderness, our teams to just give it a try, you know, just give it a try with the Agile coaching. Um, and there was enough room to learn by doing, not just by transferring some, you know, theory into practice. And I believe this positive atmosphere is also and has been also the perfect beginning to actually set the ground for our coaching program. Yeah, I can see that there has been uh, a lot of uh, things happening at the same time on different levels. Uh, so I just assume uh, with these dynamics, there were some challenges. So what were the challenges you faced during the design or during the implementation uh, of the of the program and uh, how did you overcome those? 
Maybe I could continue this one. So one of the challenges that we encountered uh, right from the start is the issue of time commitment for the agile teams. And I think this is similar in most other companies as well, because we had an approach, what we called, um, what we still called, we build as a fly. And we did not really have the opportunity to devote certain teams to a topic uh, on a full-time basis and take them out of their daily business. So the broad world, the traditional world that we were used to uh, before this Agile coaching program, plus this new world of Agile, they actually had to coexist. And um, yeah, this was one thing uh, that was actually challenging because you know there was no room, no resources to devote as a full-time Agile um, champion, let's say. And then um, giving yourself a focus time for the project teams, uh, it was also not usually easy. And the coordination, coordination of the team routine, also in combination with the external agile coaches, because we also had external agile partners along the way helping us. It wasn't just the internal agile coaches in the company. Um, it required a lot of communication, a lot of organization, you know, maintaining the team routines. Uh, once developed, it actually requires a lot of motivation, discipline, and a routine behind. Um, so that's why the coaches, our coaches, really needed to keep people focused on how you more merge these both worlds and give them also the room to talk about their challenges as the teams, applying Agile or going with the Agile coaching methodology. And, um, yeah, I mean, I would say these were the main challenges that we actually um, experienced along the way. And I think we've been also successful in solving them. So. Yeah, we discussed a lot about challenges, but maybe uh, it's also good to focus on the, uh, the good side of things. So what went really well? Yes, of course. Let's talk also about our success factors. <laughs> Um, and I think the, I want to name three. And the first one is what you always need when you face transformation or when you want to implement a change uh, in an organization or two people actually here um, is that you need the support from your leadership team, yeah, from your um, yeah, from your management. And this is what we had. So the whole program, the whole journey was also. Um, pushed by them, I would say. We felt the full support and also the full freedom um, to try out and learn from our various initiatives, from our pilots, um, from our frameworks, which we wanted to test. And so we had the room to make mistakes. And not only we as the leaders of this transformation, also our teams, also the leadership team, the individuals, uh, they uh, had the chance to test and learn in a safe environment. Um, and this was really critical um, for success. Another success factor was also the openness and this positive mindset of our donors yeah? going into this new world and this new way of working. Um, so they faced a new topic. They took it. They tested and learned, and they also had a positive mindset going into a coaching journey. So being coached is also sometimes not only um, a given that you can that you can take it and that you want to go through this. So um, I would say congratulations to our teams and our owners here. 
And, <laughs> and in addition to this, um, I also want to name that we had, especially in the beginning, tandems in place of external and internal agile coaches, yeah, which supported our teams. And this has proven itself. Um, and because this exp external experience is important because um, when you introduce something new, you need to learn this and you need this um, perspectives from the outside. And here also our internal coaches had the chance to learn in the doing. Yeah. Yeah, I heard that you said uh, a lot about uh, internal external coaching. And that's, I think, a very important question uh, to dive a little bit deeper, mm -hmm. uh, because uh, I'm also doing a lot of, uh, you know, it's Sparkus, we're run running a lot of internal coaching programs and external coaching programs. And I'm always asked, like, when to use the internal coaches, when to use the external coaches, and hearing that you uh, also had uh, that combination of internal and external. Uh, how was the balance between the two? And like, where did you use them? Uh, where, where did you use each one of those? And uh, how did you train your agile coaches uh, internally? Yes, um, good pleasure, Aslan. So as said, um, our external coaching support um, happened in the, really in the beginning uh, intensively because we needed in the start um, the knowledge and the support and also seeing how this is done. And so we started with them. They showed us how really to coach an agile way of working, how to coach the framework to teams and the tools. Um, and we used here three different partners. Um, and this was really depending on the topics so or on the framework, on the pilot uh, we wanted to test. Um, on their experience, but also to the cultural fit. Yeah, so this was also, um, so it's always how, how a coach coach is not the same. So this also needs to have a fit with your organization and with your teams. So this was our selection criteria, I would say. Um, so meaning in the beginning, our external coaches, they trained and set up the pilot teams in their roles and responsibilities, because this is the most important thing if you set up a project and the teams. And they also recommended the HR framework to apply. And then our internal coaches came in as part of the team and they supported um, our squads along their whole agile journey all their along their um, agile team journey i would say from the beginning till the end and um, they learned with the external coach and their experience how to apply it how to adapt it um, and this is i think for all for all coaches a wonderful experience and you asked also how we trained them so most of them of our internal coaches um, um, had a 10 days training at the external partner. And they also have all certification, yeah, being an agile coach. And I think this is also important that you can act with confidence. And coming from a digital coaching background, of course, I'm always curious about technology. Uh, I assume you did uh, have some technology in this process. Like, how did you benefit uh, from technology? And how did you do that? We actually love it. And, you know, I think um, in our coaching program, Agile coaching program, technology was actually at the core. 
And I don't know if without it, we could have actually succeeded, you know, because it was really at the core. And maybe I could start with the background and then we could talk about the tools and name the tools we've used. So first of all, we are, I mean, together with Katya, we are working in a region which is comprised of three countries. And this three, I mean, in these three countries, we have colleagues working remotely together, collaborating remotely together. And on top, we started the whole agile coaching journey while working in remote teams during the pandemic. And we have also recently decided that this will be also our future working models, future way of working. And we call it, we are remote by default, you know. And in this context, you definitely need the technology to support your way of working, as well as the coaching program we have implemented. And um, just very briefly, in this setting, we call um, remote by default way of working. Each team can actually select what is best for them. So how often do we go to the office? How often do we meet physically? Or do we meet even physically, you know? How do we celebrate the successes? How do we do, for instance, a reflection on the past months and so on? It is really up to the team to align on how they collaborate in this remote setting. And when it comes to the programs or the technological tools that we used, uh, the main uh, ones that I could share could be that we've used uh, very immensely the virtual interactive whiteboards. And the two of them we used very widely was Klaxoon and also Miro. It, the, the both of them, they actually coexisted uh, together because we, again, wanted the teams to decide which one they want to use out of these two whiteboard platforms. And similarly, we use, of course, virtual conferencing tools, uh, just like all other companies. And here as well, it was WebEx plus the Microsoft Teams, again, coexisting uh, so that the teams could decide which one is more practical, which one do we love the most, which one is, you know, like more, I would say, aligned in our collaboration um, methodology. And then we also used Asana for the project management, as well as um, we have also an artificial intelligence-based e-learning platform, which we call as Campus X or Campus Experience, I, I may call it. And there as well, we produced this internal programs that we have, I mean, that Katya has mentioned, because the internal learning files that you produced that were some of them were face-to-face -face or through, you know, virtual classrooms, but some of them were also e-learnings so that people could also dive into them whenever they like. And then maybe finally to name the final technological tool we use, it was a workplace by Meta, so a workplace by Facebook for the local and global community animation because we had the internal agile coaches, but plus, we also had some, I would say, volunteers uh, who actually wanted to spread this agile coaching uh, throughout the organization, you know, on a voluntary basis. So we really wanted to keep in touch with them on a local and global level uh, for community animation purposes. And yeah, so technology has been super helpful. We definitely will stick to it. Considering this big transformation, um, I assume there were some measurements also. So how did you measure the success of the program? And what were the results? To be super honest, uh, we were not super obsessed about the results or how we measure them because this was just a year, you know, full of transformation and where agile coaching was actually being piloted in some way. And uh, in this context, as already discussed, we introduced the agile coaching in a pool modus. And what has really been crucial as a um, fundamental, I will say, success criteria was that up until now, 
uh, each team has and had um, access to exactly what they need in terms of agile coaching. So let it be the functional teams, the departments, as well as the cross-functional teams working together on a project. You know, so we really wanted to use it as the first success criteria that each team has access to whatever they need uh, with regards to agile coaching. And everything was then custom designed around their needs. So as I said, there was not one size fits uh, all. It was custom designed based on the needs of each team. And that was our first success criteria. And along the way, some numbers that I could share is that we have developed. So through this uh, 10-day certification program that Katya has mentioned, 24 internal agile coaches in our region only. And um, they are mostly in HR. As I said, this is an HR-led initiative. But there are also agile coaches, internal agile coaches in other business functions. And the agile coaches, they were really, really there, ready to help whomever needed coaching. And uh, apart from coaching, so we also, as shared, we had a mission to create an even level of understanding about Agile in the organization. And for that, we have designed and um, delivered various blended learning opportunities for our dynamics. And we achieved 700, I would say, 700 blended learning hours in total in a given year. So if this is just one year. Um, and it was the design, it was the delivery, and we actually um, targeted different topics of Agile with this training. So like the OKR, so objectives and key results, Scrum and design thinking, all the formats which actually have also been piloted and supported by our coaches throughout this uh, one year. And considering that you said uh, this was a pilot program running for a year, uh, of course, it comes to the uh, question of like, then what's in the horizon for you? What's next? Yeah, let me start here, Aslam. So, um, as you said, it was a pilot, and as it's agile, one of the important elements, uh, what we also where we stick to it, is doing retrospective. So, saying, okay, we take a dedicated moment, looking back, and seeing what 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 did we learn? Yeah, what are the things what we want to take away, and what is something where we say, okay, this will not continue, but. What we will continue is um, that this agile um, offer and also this agile coaching will stay in, in this company in the pool modus for now, because as everyone will know, Granon is a big corporation and there are a lot of um, reasons why we have a traditional structure and organization in our organization, meaning it is not possible to shift everything into an agile approach. Yeah, but we will remain with these strategic squad teams, with these cross-functional teams to just speed up uh, in our growth um, areas. And these teams uh, will be coached by agile coaches, so meaning this element will stay as well. So everyone who is interested as an individual, as a team in this agile coaching will have the chance to jump on it. The coaches will support the team and we will just remain with this mindset um, in the in the company. And Sibel, I think you also can can share with us something for the for the future. Yeah, maybe I could maybe I could also add to that because um, one part of the or one element of the final retrospective we did um, in the team within the team was that 
We also would love to discover how to link this agile coaching stronger with our annual people agenda topics. So, um, for instance, how to bring agile coaching into this in annual individual development plans that our Denoners do for themselves every year or how to link the performance cycle now with the OKRs, with the objectives and key results. Because, I mean, whatever we are telling right now has been done on a regional level, but there is also the global part to this one. So the global performance cycle is not based on OKRs. We have done some pilots in linking it in our region with the, you know, the, the cycle coming from the global team with the OKRs. But now we really want to implement it further, you know, and make it really core, make it really um, linked further in the people agenda. And we will also continue setting up new strategic agile squad teams. So as Katya said, and uh, we really want to further improve our existing coaching team in applying the agile frameworks and facilitating workshops with a coaching posture. I think we still have, I mean, there is always a way to develop, right? And we've been super new in this. Uh, we've been lucky because there were this, um, I mean, uh, 24 people who were not necessarily um, had any, let's say, previous knowledge about Agile, but they were there. You know, they were volunteering to become Agile coaches when we did the shutout saying we need some uh, helpers there. And now the the purpose should be to actually deepen our coaching, coaching posture and learn actually a lot more in the journey by doing. And uh, I think we will also continue to focus less on numbers and more on how we coach, whom we coach, what is the contribution we bring to the organization, and what for, actually, we do it all together. Um, when we look back on this one year of um, Agile Coaching Pilot, I think it's been a great atmosphere in the context that people were actually comfortable in testing, learning, failing. Um, we also had the top management support in that. And I think we should also, and we will also stick to this uh, positive atmosphere, saying we just learn, um, maybe through the mistakes we do, maybe from the successes we do, you know, we achieve. But uh, this positive mindset and the pull models, as Katya said, we will continue with that. What I really loved about what you shared right now is that agile was not just, you know, tools and processes and some jargons used, but like you really captured it to the essence uh, by what you're saying right now is like, it's a work in progress. Uh, it's always a test and learn. Uh, and uh, there is no end goal. And it's kind of an ongoing process. It's really um, beautiful to hear that it was really captured uh, with the whole um, essence uh, in, in Danone really. And ladies, thank you so much for your valuable contribution. Um, I believe it would be uh, very inspirational for our listeners. Um, thank you for being here. So thank you all for joining us on this episode of the coaching program. Make sure to subscribe to the show in iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're having your podcasts. If you found this conversation helpful, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or you can simply tell a friend about the show who might benefit from it. Be sure to tune in for our next episode next week. And let's all create more meaningful coaching experiences for everyone. See you all.